Hello and welcome to Channel F, the fanbyte.com video game podcast. I'm Merritt Kay and joining me this week, as always, we have Fanbyte Editor-in-Chief, Danielle Riando. Woo! Hi. I'm yeah, excited to be high here. energy today. We're all super Woo! psyched. Coming off a long <laughs> weekend, just really just hitting pedal to the metal and just really yeah. going full hog and uh, <laughs> all out, balls to the wall. It's a Peloton workout. Woo! Yeah, this is our new Peloton uh, show <laughs> where we just sort of lead you through a workout. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> Don't use it. <laughs> uh, also with me. As always, we have Fanbyte Social Editor Plus, I think still. I think that title is changing, but as of this moment, he is and remains Fanbyte Social Editor Plus, Nikki Grayson. Hello. Hello. I'm back from the wilderness. Back from Arkansas. You went to Arkansas to see the Grand Canyon. That's right. uh, We're all very glad that you made it back, okay? Yeah. Uh, And that I definitely know where American geography lives. Yeah, um, we all, everyone does. Listen, I know where the Grand Canyon lives, okay? They teach you that in Canada yeah. school. Uh, <laughs> Steven Strom is off today, but we have in their place, uh, fanboy producer Jordan Mallory. Hello. Hello, Jordan. It's me. Hey. It's been a while. Yeah, thank you for having me back. Um, best of luck to Steven on their tour of the International Space Station. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How are, how uh, warm are your bones, Jordan? My bones aren't as warm as they could be, yeah. but it's a this is a, a conscious decision that I've made to conserve power. Texas is not doing great right now. Um, I thankfully have maintained power throughout these historic low temperatures. Uh, this is, I think, the longest that Texas has been below freezing since the 70s and the lowest recorded temperatures in some parts of Texas ever. Wow. Mm. Um, I thought it was called global warming. I don't really understand. Uh, <laughs> That's a really funny, <laughs> funny joke. That's a great joke, Nikki. I love that joke. Thank you. Love that. Um, yeah, th- thankfully, I'm fine. Uh, I'm doing my part by keeping all the lights off in my apartment and like not using any of my appliances and unplugging all my stuff if I can help it. Um, it would my be parents, great if you didn't have to do that because it, yeah. uh, it would be really great. The government officials of that state um, were less concerned with enriching themselves and more concerned with mm-hmm. their constituents. That would be cool. It would yeah, be really or if cool. like your uh, your your public your supposed to be public utilities kind of talked and communicated with each other to kind of determine who needed electricity when and where. Yeah, um, and part of that problem is that like other states, whenever they have emergencies like this, they can borrow electricity from their neighbor states mm-hmm. because they're all part of like one contiguous grid that right, stretches right. for several. Texas doesn't work like that. Uh, Interesting. Now, Texas that has an independent. Of- electrical grid. Uh, hmm. interesting now is this yeah. because uh, of like a, a weird independent streak or is this you know i don't know what's the i honestly purpose of i this? honestly have no idea uh this is relatively new information for me i imagine um, to a lot of people yeah and a lot of folks in my orbit have it a lot worse than i do my parents are in north texas where it's like i don't know 14 degrees right now Oof. and um they've they get like maybe 20 minutes of power every hour and uh, terrible. it's, it's enough. enough. It's yeah. enough to keep the house at like 55 degrees. Oh my God. Um, and like they are hanging in there, but they're elderly and that's very unhealthy for them. And they have yeah. a, an elderly cat who has been going through some health problems who like stopped breathing last night. Oh no. And they were able to get him coax him back into like, functionality i haven't heard the whole story so i don't know the full details but um it's bad it's a real bad situation yeah. and hey. they did not tell us that these rollout that these blackouts were going to start until two in the morning about five minutes before they started ah, and classic, uh classic and not they good. were like uh yeah they're going to last for like 15 to 45 minutes but it's chill and uh, some of my friends have been out without power for like over 24 hours now at this point. Nice. Um, I love it. I love it when the when the utilities are kind of like it's going to be anywhere between X and Y and then they <laughs> give you the widest kind of window. Yeah. Humanly possible. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, like, you know, there's pictures and videos online of 
enormous office buildings in downtown Austin and Houston that are like lit up like Christmas trees with zero people mm-hmm. in them. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, great. Yeah. All that stuff. And like Austin Energy has said that it can't. Its plan was to start like doing rotating blackouts, but it can't because it's the grid is at capacity to the point where they can't bring anybody else on to push the other people off or something like that. I don't know. It was cool. conf- it was a confusing mm-hmm. statement. But yeah. Well, um, it's rough. And uh, hey, yeah. you know what, folks? I'm sure no one listening to this show has done this, but uh, making jokes about how it's great to live in a blue state. Not as oh funny as God. you might think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, there's Not people. Useful. Hey, those are actual people, people who are yeah. who are yeah. dying and like who are living through this. So yeah, I think um, latest count, fourteen people are dead. Yeah. So like That's not um, for no reason. For, for no, no reason. Can I ask yeah. what the what the deaths have been? Have they been frozen? Like people who are literally frozen? Uh, I actually do not know the specifics. That yeah. is a headline I saw on the Washington Post gotcha, earlier gotcha, today. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah. And, uh, you know, that's 14 more needless deaths on top of the 500,000 yeah. so that we already no racked up everybody. this year. Hey. So, last year. So great job. S- but another another a cool thing about that, though, you mentioned all of these um, all of the pre- other preventable deaths. Utah has solved the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just out there and um, it's over. It's complete. It's it's oh, no. it's done. You can go into a restaurant with no mask. Um, and kind of sit next to people at all of the tables. Oh my God. Um, right next to people breathing the same air. Now, did you do um, this? No. I like <laughs> we went in, we we went in and we were like, ah, oh, we'll just like see if we can very quickly pick up some food because we need to eat and have not eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, and we looked inside and then we were like, are those people? And then I opened the door and then I saw a full restaurant with nobody wearing a mask other than the employees. And I said, we're leaving. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you made the right <laughs> and choice And we left. There. Um, yeah, it's uh, they. It's, I mean, I'm really happy for the 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 state of Utah that they've solved the mm-hmm. virus. Yeah, um, congratulations, Utah. Yeah, congrats. But to if them. you're not from Utah and you go there, you haven't developed the the immunity. So like, you don't. That's correct. Like, yeah, I I they're I all was fine, not, but you're like, right, oh right. shit, I yeah. can't eat this restaurant. Um, that's correct. I gotta I to gotta pick up my food and then leave. And what kind of restaurant was of it? Pigs. It was a Mexican food place. One of um, the only places with brown people that I saw. And uh, <laughs> if you can believe it, they were all working. Oh. Wow, it's crazy. It's you, crazy, you right? You went to Utah. Yeah. Can you believe it? I didn't. Hey, folks, didn't see another black person for five straight days. Did you go to Salt Lake City? I guess that's the only legitimate. Like, <laughs> No, I didn't. Okay. I went from the Grand Canyon Straight to Zion, straight to Monument Valley, then to Zion, yeah. and then so back you went to from LA. Arkansas to correct. the Matrix <laughs> to yeah. that iOS video game. That's correct. Yeah, cool. Um, cool, cool and cool. then the little guy with the clan hat made me cry, <laughs> and then yeah. and then I left. Well, well, speaking of of iOS video games, should we do staff picks? Yeah. Right, should we talk about video games? We've been going for 15 minutes. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to steer this car back on track to Zion, by which I mean the underground city of the Matrix that they live in. Um, this is Staff Picks, the segment where we talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, <laughs> Good. And um, we've got a pretty wide variety although i am noticing a commonality across like three people's things and i'm going to put a moratorium on too much mario 3d world talk because we're going to be doing a review podcast of that later this week so um i noticed that everyone else has stuff other than mario 3d world as well which is great um maybe you know you can say a little bit about it but i haven't actually played it so i'm gonna be the only one who, who doesn't have anything to say about it but uh Nikki, what were you playing when you were uh, on the road? I you said that you were playing clubhouse games a bit. A bit. Yeah, Katie and I. So we we did car camp. Um, we so we like drove when we drove out there. We rented a jeep, um, and then folded the seats down and slept inside of it. And because it was very cold, we had to stay inside mm. for most of the evening. So we would spend our time playing uh, clubhouse games, um, which still good. 
Um, I'm not good at it. Katie, I think, is just a ringer. I think she just <laughs> has spent her whole all 25 of her years on this earth becoming good at card and tabletop games. So this was a um, long con. Is what you're saying. Yeah, this was kind of a long con. Her life time I and the relationship her. and everything has just been a long mm-hmm. con to beat you yeah, at war. Yeah, just to kind war. of beat me at war and uh, Nine Men's Morris. Uh, oh, I love, favorites. love Nine Men's Morris. Fucking yeah. classic. Um, I fucking hate that game because I cannot figure out how to play game. it. It's a bad game. It's inscrutable. It's fucking inscrutable. Like, I'm sorry, Ancient Rome, but your games are busted. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Um... The only one I beat her at was golf, which she oh. then loudly proclaimed. She opened the car door and said, Nicholas Grayson is good at golf, which is one of the meanest <laughs> things. <I've> ever <laughs> um, now, is that a uh, game yeah, that we, you can play in a clubhouse or on a table? So there are a handful of games that like I've mm-hmm. never seen before. They just made them that, up. Like, they, They're like, they just absolutely like toy baseball is not real. That looks fucking like, I don't cool think that's a real game. You can. It is real. You can buy it at Walmart. Oh, it is? Yep. Oh, shit. Well, okay. I've been told that toy baseball is real. That game on the Switch, though, fucking rigged. It is impossible to play that game. It's hard. Um, the the pitcher has an unreal advantage mm-hmm. every single time. So we played three games in a row the other night, and each game ended in a 0-0 tie. Wow. Because you just can, like, fake pitch the ball, and then in the swing animation is so long that in the middle of the swing animation, you can still pitch the ball down the... Yeah, it's Damn. silly. I can't believe and the then, balance um, is busted on toy baseball. Yeah, on toy Clubhouse baseball. Games. Hey, Nintendo, patch. can we patch this, please? <laughs> can we get a um, patch? Pitching, pitcher OP. Um, yeah, the pitcher's OP. Please nerf pitch. Um, and then we did uh, play uh, some Mario. Um, I think here's my here's the thing that I guess I walked really walked away from this trip uh, learning about myself in video games. Uh, I can't see, and the switch screen is much too small. Oh, they need to make a bigger one. <laughs> like because we tried to play, we only had one copy of Mario because I bought it before we left, and then I was able to uh, surprisingly good cell service in the middle of the Zion Canyon. Yeah. Um, I was able to use a hotspot to connect my switch to my phone to then let the switch connect to the internet to check and see if I could play the game. Um, so we only had the one copy and then Katie and I tried to huddle around this fucking three and a half inch switch screen uh-huh. to try to play Mario. And it's just, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. It's not as it's easy such as a- the commercials make it look. No, it's like, it's actively a terrible experience. Yeah. Like I had, to, we propped it up against the iPad that we had in the car and I was just looking at the iPad and I was like, what if the switch well, was this big? must be nice using an iPad yeah. as a, as a stand. As a, as a switch <laughs> dock. It's just like, yeah. just the picture of excess right there. <laughs> yeah. Nikki, I have a question. Hit me. Where'd you poop? Uh, they had just regular bathrooms. Come on now. That's, we're, we're just- better than that. <laughs> No, they had. It's a good um, question though, because they they did have campgrounds that didn't have regular bathrooms, but we picked the ones that had regular bathrooms. Oh, okay, nice. okay. Um, it was actually. It, wait, some, wait, hold on. So it's just you what, pull your up? car up into a parking spot, and there's a toilet next to it, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Jordan. The toilet <laughs> yeah, is in uh, the middle of the fucking parking lot. <laughs> it's <just> open. <laughs> yeah, you have to use your car to shield one side of, uh-huh. but. <laughs> You have to People squat at the right height. in the woods you know? looking at you. It's true. Looking at you. Um, no, it's it was like, it's just a, so the, it's like, they're broken up. The way that the park service does it, I learned a lot about the park service. Everyone on this call and listening to this podcast, you should go, if you like the outside even a little bit, you should yes. uh, go online and get the uh, National Parks Pass annual pass, National Park Service annual pass. It's $80 for a year. And it pays for itself in two park visits because one park visit can cost as much as $45, <laughs> which yep. is silly. Especially with um, all that parking. It adds yeah, up. So just just go get the, the annual park, the parks pass. Anyway, the way that they're organized is into loops. Um, and most of them are closed because uh, of COVID precautions. So they're basically doing every other camp spot is a spot that you can actually camp at. And then they're, they're kind of siloed off. Um, so you like pull in and then you get like your own little zone and then there's nobody next to you, but then next to that empty spot, there's another person, um, or another set of campers. And then they had like just regular bathrooms. Um, it was cool. And then like, yeah, anyway, got to look at rocks and stuff. If I may, Nikki. Yeah. 
Zion, I think, is one of my top two or top three national parks. But it's like, one of the it's so good. It's one of the prettiest things I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, we yeah. like went up to um, the like the the it's called like the cliff cliffside hike. It's like one of the wildest things I've ever done because it just straight up is like they they say okay you just have to go up this mountain and you're like ah there's stairs here yep. and you look at the stairs and you're like i'll just go up the stairs and you go up the stairs and suddenly the stairs stop and then you see the next like it's like in um it's like in <laughs> you know in doom when like in doom 2016 when you're like sometimes looking inside of one of these warehouses and you're like where the fuck do i jump and then you look over and you see like a green led bar and you're like oh that's how i know where i'm supposed to jump you only know that you're supposed to go to a place because there's a there's a single metal bar like 25 feet up something and you're like oh i guess that's the next spot where i have to walk so you have to like sidle along like a cliffside when there's just a 15 foot straight drop into very sharp rocks on your left and you're like well if i fall it's over um but if i don't fall i get to look at one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen in my life um yeah I, I went to really Angel's cool. Landing. I, I did fall. I am dead. Oh, no. Oh, no, no damn. Nikki, don't be dead. Yeah, but tough. you know what? Yeah. Nikki had a an extra life. Just like Mario. Yay! I have an extra life. Just, Just like, like Mario. Mario. Danielle, okay. can you tell yeah. me a little bit? I, I'm sorry to, please, to do this, but um, can you tell me a little bit about Mario 3D World? I would love to. It's a beautiful sorry, game. Sorry it's actually, to. It's the beautiful game. Much it's like the golf, beautiful game. Which Nikki much is like Zion National Park. This is Mario at his most beautiful, majestic, and cat-like. Uh, it uh, <laughs> so it came out in 2013, I think, the original game, Super Mario mm -hmm. 3D World, which was kind of based on you know some of the cool design uh, ethos of Mario 3D Land, which is a wonderful game on the DS. I think the 3DS at that time. 3DS. Uh, yeah, which had like these really kind it's of- the 3D. <clears throat> small, uh, but very uh. detailed worlds. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was 3D. That was very important uh, as part of it. Yes, thank you. Um, it was also actually the first, uh, first party Nintendo game I ever reviewed. So it has a special place in my heart a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a really wonderfully designed game. It's great for multiplayer. It has a sort of new Super Mario Brothers- uh, hey, you can play as four characters running around at the same time in this world while also being like a really good 3D platformer with, you know, the usual great Mario game feel and fun power ups. Uh, maybe one of the best power ups of all time, Cat Mario, because you can both attack with your claws and go meow and also like run up uh, sort of objects. Uh, whereas, you know, normally Mario doesn't have claws. Famously, Mario does not normally have claws. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sucks. One of his main character traits. Yeah. Famously. <laughs> but yeah, you can be uh, Mario, you can be Green Mario, you can be Girl Mario, and you yeah. can be uh, Fungus Mario. Fungus <laughs> Mario. You can be Bisexual F -F Fungus Mario. <laughs> You'll never guess which toad You'll never guess which toad. <laughs> yeah, which one? Which one? Which one? Do we You'll know? never They're guess. all bisexual. All the toads are bisexual. Oh my God, I love it. It's actually really uh, It's a really good port. It is. Yeah. Um, wonderful. Yeah. As, as far as like its ability to run and like the small concessions that they had to make for it not being on a Wii U are right, pretty right. clean. Um, there are have platforms you... that you would have to touch in the Wii U version on the, on the gamepad in order yeah. to activate. Or and... blow on <laughs> in oh, a couple yeah, of instances. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you just like <laughs> yell into the microphone and it knocks toads over. Yep. But that's what, how do they do that in this one? I haven't gotten to that point or yet. Or not, not toads, Goombas. Goombas. It's different. Um, you can... You so from what I've figured out, you can tap on them. So like if you're I've played in both handheld and on the TV. And if you press one of the bumpers, a finger shows up. Mm -hmm. And then mm. if you point, if you like move with motion controls, you can point the controller at the screen vaguely. Um, and then a cursor will appear. And if you then press the bumper button again, the finger or the hand will tap on the Goombas and then they'll shake. And like, and stay still, and then you can jump on top of them. I see, I see. I still haven't played yeah, it, really cool. so I will have to. Um, but we are going to have that review podcast on yeah. uh, later this week, like I said. So, well, uh, if people want to hear more about it, including the whole new thing that they added, which is Bowser's Big Field, I forget Bowser's Big Day. <laughs> yeah, no, Bowser's Big Field Bowser's, is, I think, the actual I really big like thing. burrito. That, honestly. Um, Bad yeah. news, Bowser's. <laughs> yeah, bad. <laughs> yeah, Bowser's burrito. 
Bowser's Big Bean Burrito is a level in Mario Maker. Um, I would really that Donkey enjoy. has the world record on. Awesome. Oh, congratulations, Donkey! He did actually. I think someone beat him. So did someone take it? I think from someone him? took his world record on Unreal. Bowser's Big Bean Burrito, which is like a crime. <laughs> but uh, Jordan, what's an X Game Six Hundred? So the X Game Six Hundred is, uh, as you know, I'm. I'm Friends with the Goodwill Goblin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he tipped me off to a listing on shopgoodwill.com for an X Game 600, which looks like an Xbox One. Oh, S, this thing, but yeah. is about half as big. How uh, heavy is it? <laughs> it weighs three grams. <laughs> it is. It is the weight of uh, three paper clips. Uh, and it comes with a translucent blue fake DualShock controller. And okay, now how does that feel? Uh, better than you would expect. Okay. <laughs> uh, the D pad's pretty stiff on it, but the buttons are good, um, which is more than you uh, can hope for with these with these kinds of things. I've been buying weird Famiclones and bootleg systems on Shop Goodwill as they show up because I'm bizarrely fascinated with them and there's zero competition on these auctions. Mm. So I get them, I can get them for like $10, which is how much I paid for this thing. Um, and I, I just had to know what was on it because it claim it uh, purports 600 built-in games, but it's not a Famiclone where like there's a cartridge port on it. And it comes with a multi-cart, but you can also run real Famicom games on it. This thing is just like a an all-in-one built-in box. So I had to know it was on it. So that thing showed up. Um, and over the weekend, I've been playing that. And like Nikki asked, it is extremely flimsy. Um, it weighs very little. I haven't opened it up to look at what's in there yet, but I'm expecting like some kind of off-the-shelf Arduino configuration yeah. or something the like world's that. the world's smallest circuit board and then just <laughs> empty plastic yeah just an exactly. empty plastic shell exactly it's a uh, it's got hdmi out on it which is impressive wow. uh <laughs> but um but so you boot this thing up and it's got a custom ui it's not running okay. like wow. it's not it's not running an off-the-shelf um like emulator front end or anything it's got like uh, it's got a bunch of stolen artwork, but it's all there. Uh, you select from uh, whether you want to play arcade, Super Famicom, regular Famicom, Game Boy Advance, or wow. uh, Sega Genesis games. What and a weird smattering! Wait, sorry, hold on. So okay. it's got it's got GBA, but no Game Boy, right? Correct. Yeah, and then Genesis. Hmm. Is that the, is that all that could, is that the highest, is that the newest thing it can run? Yeah. Is it Genesis? Yeah. And, and, uh, there's some, um, well, there's some arcade games on here that are newer than Genesis era. There's like, um, Street Fighter Alpha 3 is on here, um, which is, uh, like a PlayStation era game, but, uh, none of it runs well is important Mm. to, to, to point (laughs) out. Like even, even the like NES games don't run especially great on this thing. Uh, which is oh, kind of disappointing, but yeah, it's impressive, right? But the the thing that really stands out about it is get, consoles like this either have just like dumps of ROMs or for dumps of ROMs for games that you've heard of, and then that's it. Or they're just like total nonsense that you've never heard of. It's like those weird like fake Wii motion games that they would sell at Sharper Image, you know, that like just have nondescript... <laughs> Um, or like, like seven granddad <laughs> or what or like seven granddad <laughs> i i don't know what seven granddad is. <laughs> seven granddad is um a hack of a nes flintstones game okay. with uh mario in it oh okay it's the one where they just put mario's head on fred flintstone i think <laughs> <laughs> okay, that it's called great. seven granddad <laughs> uh but every every well speaking of rom hacks every now and then you will find a box that has weird ROM hacks in it as some of the purported 600 games. And this thankfully is one of those boxes. There are two different pocket monster games for the Sega Genesis in this okay. thing. Okay. What, what kind of guys you got in there? So how would you like to be Pikachu in a side scrolling adventure with your friends, Porygon and Beedrill yeah. and all those guys? Well, they're all here. I would love that. They're all here in uh, the most, they sure did try graphics you've ever seen 
Um, there's a whole bunch of weird stuff. The Famicom side also has a bunch of weird uh, hacks in it. They've got Poke. They've got Mario Four. They got Mario Nine. Um, I love Mario, Mario 16. Wait, what's it, what He's are the, got a sword. What are the, what are the features? Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. I can't believe they made <laughs> another Mario. Yeah, <laughs> yeah most, of those, most of those Mario games, uh, the 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 bootleg ones are just like a different game with the sprites hacked. Mm-hmm. So it's like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like Flintstones Mario or like Zelda Mario or whatever. Yeah, so incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna. I found during the move, I found my Elgato, and I want to see. I don't know if I'll have time to do like a stream, but I want to see if it will accept the HDMI in from this thing, and I want to at least document the experience of this thing and these weird ROM hacks that are on here. Uh, if I can swing it because they're fucking nuts. <laughs> it's like some of the best $10 I ever spent. This shit's really cool and weird. That's my review of the X game 600. I honestly Would you rather have this or a soldier soldier boy console? Oh, this thing for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was my only question. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, I'll take my answer off the air. I guess. <laughs> well, merit, um yeah you've been playing a game that isn't bootleg no it does feel like it came from another dimension though <laughs> um i'm basically done with it at this point and i did talk about it on uh on the stream a lot but um what stream is that the the merit soul stream uh monday wednesday friday twitch.tv slash fanbyte 7 30 eastern okay um but uh i played i found this game called death crown the other day and it was one of those things where like I I just I think I think I actually heard about it because I got an email saying it was coming out for Switch next month, but I was like, oh, this looks interesting. I'm gonna check it out on Steam. Came out in like 2019, apparently. And uh it's like this black and white, it looks like it was made for like the Apple II or something. Cool. Like it looks like a uh what's that software called? Hypertext? No, not hypertext. Oh uh, hypercard. 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 It looks like a hypercard game. Um, it's like an RTS, but it's all automated kind of like you play as death and you're trying to punish humanity for their hubris because it starts off with this King basically like being like, I will never die. And then you're like, Oh really? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you just like, you know, crush, crush the age of man. It's feels dark soulsy kind of, hmm. um, and has these really wild cutscenes that are still like just, you know, black and white. Like, and when I say black and white, I mean just like the pixels are either black or white. Like it's like, you know, no, oh, it's, a it's a one bit game. It's a one bit one bit color death. Um but it has cutscenes that are like seem like they were just like rendered, but then like put this filter over it. So they look really like unnerving. This looks like fucking what was that? There was that 3DS app that like let you make animations that looked exactly oh. like this. What was it called? Game Boy flip, Camera? Flip. Uh, no, flip, 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 flipogram, flip, flip note. Flip note. Oh my God, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it looks exactly like that. But, uh, it looks, that's what this looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it, the gameplay is pretty simple. Like, all you do is build three different kinds of buildings and try to destroy your opponent's like castle or whatever. Uh, you build like uh, a building that makes uh, guys come out and attack a building that gives you gold and a building that shoots guys like the other people's mm. guys. Um, but it's like basically takes all the RTS stuff and just boils it down into like a kind of really simple thing where there isn't a ton of micro and there aren't tech trees or anything like that. It's just about like managing territory because whenever you build things, you like expand your territory and then you can like take certain features of the map to like make your guys better. Um, and then you don't have to like manually control your guys. You just draw a line from like the the like church they come from and like point mm. it where you want them to go. Uh, and so like the each round is like like five minutes long um, huh. instead of like 20. <laughs> and I don't know. I played through the whole thing. It's really cool. It's coming out on Switch and I might play it again when it does. But uh, is this one of those weird games that I found on Steam that I was like, this seems like it 
I, I don't know. It seems like it, like someone found a game for a Palm Pilot from the, like the nineties <laughs> and like put it on Steam. Uh, it just yeah, it has like such a weird, creepy look to it. It's like a Dark Souls RTS made for an old Mac computer. There's a real Conan looking guy on here. Oh, there's a Conan looking guy. Yeah, I think because there's a the main campaign is like you play as Dev, but then there's uh. I think they added it later. There's a prequel campaign where you play as the Conan guy who's like fighting all of the like horrible forces of darkness. And then you start the age of man, but then you crush humanity when you're the dark, uh, when you're death. So yeah, I don't know. I really, I really recommend it. If this sounds at all appealing. Uh, this looks cool as hell. Honestly. What's it called again? Death crown. Death crown. And it's, it, it's going to totally work on switch as well because it's only really, like three buttons and then just like mouse. Um, mm. So I could, yeah, I think this will work pretty well on, and it's like one screen too. So oh, I and love it has the multi- hand. Local multiplayer. It has, yeah, it has local multiplayer. Oh, nice. Um, it does commit the small sin of mixing pixel scaling, which oh. I, uh, it only does that as far as I can tell with the cursors. They're like, the, the, um, the pixels are scaled up. But uh, it has co-op as well, which is cool. That's fun. Like awesome. you can play on the same side against someone else. So, yeah, uh, I would say take a look if you like tactics games or I don't know, just the vibe of this because uh, it's it's got a good one. It's ten dollars. Awesome. Ten dollars. I got I it on I sale for this. like three. I think. Yeah, Danielle, you might like it. Yeah. It's it's. It I love the vibe. Time. It's not turn based. But uh, I still think you might get something out of it. Yeah. I think I'm going to play this when it's on the Switch, for sure. Did anyone want to talk about any other games they've been playing, or should we move on? I have the briefest. Yeah, mission. talk about Hitman. It's so brief, I promise. I am just loving the Escalation missions and just having an absolute blast doing weird shit in them. And just So I've done all the story missions, I think, at this point. I might be missing, like, one or two. But I'm now just hunting down, like, all challenges and all the weird things you can do and like finding every weird character and every weird little weapon. And did you know that in Berlin, if you have a shovel, which you can find in the grow house where the biker gang is doing their drug, like smuggling operation. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. They're putting <laughs> like cocaine into these, like, you know, the little monkey, like stuffed animals that have symbols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing that. Uh, is it regular or super cocaine? You know, there's like several cocaine-based pills <laughs> in this, so like it might be super cocaine, honestly. Okay. Like it might be allegedly. I think it's allegedly monkeys Alleg- and allegedly cocaine. Oh, because in Hitman Two, I think it's in Hitman Two. Yeah. You have to you have to kill the guy who's created super cocaine. Oh, super! Oh my cocaine. god! Yeah. Wow. Well, I I need to play that again. I have all these games. I have all the like metal book versions of them and I just need to put it in my PlayStation 4 and tell the thing, look, I bought it once. Please let me play it. Yeah. We'll see if it (laughs) we'll see if it does. But um, yeah, like in Berlin, if you have this shovel, which again, you can find through the drug dealers hideout and you go to like this one random area in the like swamp ass area in the weird industrial like post-Soviet destroyed area, the game will like rumble like your controller will rumble and you can dig up an old like cosplay ass battle axe that's a thing that's a thing that can happen in berlin so anyway escalation missions are great hitman 3 is great and there's a lot of weird shit in that game that is very very fun to just poke at and dig at and and like play with so that's my report danielle riendo's game of the year she said it just so far say it so far, I mean, there's an arcane game coming out this year, so I don't know. We'll nope. see. We'll see. You said it already. You said Hitman <laughs> 3 is Fanbyte's game of the year. Fanbyte's official it. game of the year. See, Damn. she just said it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's my Hitman report for today. Thanks for the Hitman report. <laughs> um, Well, should we actually... Before we go to question time, I think I hear a knocking at the door. I think I hear the telltale rapping of the Goodwill Goblin. (gasps) Hey, Goodwill Goblin. (laughs) What's good at Goodwill? What's good at Goodwill? What's good at Goodwill? 
I panicked on the voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. That, that's I think canonically the Goodwill Goblins. The Goodwill good Goblin. Voice. That that was. I don't know what you're talking about, Jordan. Because yeah, you... sorry. The Goodwill Goblin. He just uh he just popped in. We all heard him. He left me this uh packet of information. Yeah. Um, about a a cool thing. That Should you I explain on... what this is? Yeah, please do. Uh, the Goodwill Goblin, uh, at Goodwill Goblin on Twitter sometimes drops in to share uh, interesting finds from Goodwill, like the X Game 600. But we have something pretty special today. Isn't that right? We do indeed. Yeah, he just he just hand me, handed me a dossier about uh, a device listed on shopgoodwill.com today called the Dr. V64 by a company, uh, manufactured by a company called Bung. <laughs> So the uh, listing says good. Bung Doctor V sixty four. And it was just good on its own. No worthy on its own. Bung Doctor V sixty four. If your bung is sick, please go to the Bung Doctor. Uh, I'm gonna drop by a picture Bung here. Enterprises. Yeah, Bung Enterprises. Uh, I don't know if they're around still, what they're doing. It's okay, gonna, okay. Let's just I, I know Bung is the is the Chinese name of the company and it's pronounced more like bong than like bong. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Part. Well, it's, you know, it's just transliteration is complicated, yeah, but I get it. Right. Yeah. But, yes. uh, but yeah, they made yeah. a bunch of shit like this. That okay. is like, they made all this stuff for copying games. Um, okay. Yeah. So what, yeah. so what this does is this, it, it looks like a weird little alien robot, um, with a N64 cartridge slot on it, like a reverse N64 cartridge mm-hmm. slot on its forehead and a CD tray for a mouth. And uh, it's very sick. He's, <laughs> yeah, this this one is obviously is, you know, yellowed some by age. It's probably been in a storage unit for a long time. There's no telling if it works or not. Um, this is what it would look like under normal circumstances. I put into the discord here oh uh, where you attach a Nintendo 64 to the top of the unit. And what this did is this was a commercially available third party unofficial development environment for the Nintendo 64 and game developers would buy this because one, they could develop games for the Nintendo 64 without first reaching a licensing agreement with Nintendo because other, the the only way to get a real Nintendo 64 dev kit was through Nintendo or you could get this thing. Um, People would also buy this to, um, because it had a serial port on the back and that would allow you to dump games, dump actual games yeah, um, to dump out of their cartridges. Bung. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would use your Dr. Bung 64 your bung to doctor dump. to dump. Your Bung Doctor, your thank you. Um, How has there not been a video, an angry video game nerd on this? Like, <laughs> come on, it writes itself. Um, <laughs> uh, but, well, hold, hold on real quick. Uh, okay, yeah. But, but so you... It's got a serial port on the back, so you would be able to dump games. You would be able to dump the ROM from an official cartridge, also using this thing. And the CD-ROM port is used would be used in its purported development um, purposes, so that you wouldn't have to burn a game to a cartridge. You could load it through. You could dump. The, you could put the ROM on a CDR, load it that way, and test your product that way. Um, and what what's your question, Nikki? Sorry. Um, I have two questions. Okay. One, it, you you said that you would do this if you were going to develop a game without then having to pay Nintendo, right? Correct. Correct. How would you then distribute this video game? Well, you what would have. Th- it was either for homebrew stuff at the time, or you would still need to. Um, you would still need to reach a licensing agreement with Nintendo to put your game out. But then wouldn't Nintendo be like, no, hey, so how do you have this functional ROM already? No, Listen, you can just buy those cart like those cartridges. Like the cartridge that it's showing here is okay, well, no, that's a super game saver. That appears to be a Nintendo 64 cartridge with joysticks on it. So I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, um, so that's so you can that's play part. that's the screen merit. Well, oh. so that's that's part of the uh that's part of this whole operation. This is actually a two unit thing. Um, the actual Bung Doctor V64 plugs into the uh, expansion port on the bottom of the Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. and which that, is for the 
disk drive, right? Yeah, for the intended the, for that. Yeah, for the for the disk drive, but that the pins on that thing are a mirror image of the cartridge port on the top of the oh. 64. Oh. Um, so they could basically like trick it into think that it was reading a cartridge by using those ports. But then that that cartridge that you're looking at, um the like 256 save whatever. What's it called? Uh, um, super game saver dx 256 super game saver thank small you. words i can't read thank you very much <laughs> uh that thing you would plug a real cartridge into and it would only connect the pins for the nintendo 64 for nintendo's proprietary lockout chip and for whatever wow. save hardware was mm. built into that card That's cool and then you would use those dials to dial in the like memory address for where oh, the save was going to happen on that cartridge how long after the Nintendo 64 came out did this come out? This uh, Nintendo 64 came out in what, 1995? Oh, so it 90, took them a year? 1996 in uh, America. Oh, okay. So this was released in 1996. So they were on top Holy of Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so fast. This, uh, Yeah, very fast. This retailed for $450 when it was new. Uh, according to Wikipedia... Uh, Acclaim used a bunch of these yeah. things to make their uh, Nintendo 64 games, including uh, the Turok games and that South Park first person and shooter. NBA wow. Jam. Yeah, Iguana sorry, Entertainment used this. Yeah. So the, the sorry, South the, Park shooter. The what you know? The oh, South you Park never, shooter. You never encountered that in the wild, Nikki. The sorry, I think the call is cutting. You, <laughs> what did? Can you give me that one more time? Uh, the first person <laughs> shooter game that was based on the popular South Park franchise. I see. Well, I do have to go. Hey, Thank you so uh, much for hanging I just out. noticed that the iguana in Iguana Entertainment is wearing uh like the Homestuck sunglasses. Oh no. I don't know how I never noticed that he was wearing sunglasses before. Wow, I never noticed that either. <laughs> right? But it's yeah, the, okay, if you're at home, iguana. go look up the Iguana Entertainment logo and then tell me if you note well, you can't tell me, but you know, just ask yourself, did I truly notice that it was wearing cool sunglasses before? <laughs> and then let I, us know wait, no, in the Discord. They can reach out. Yeah, go into the Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me in the Discord. Mabai.casa. So yeah, these things are... Wild. Um, and very cool. Really, yeah, very, very cool, very weird, um, extremely rare, uh, like very difficult to get a hold of. And when you do find them, they're really expensive. So uh, really, really cool to see one pop up on Shop Goodwill. Thank you. Um, thank you to the Goodwill Goblin for dropping yeah, this information the off Goblin. for us. Yeah, thank uh, you. It's weird. Like, I always wonder whenever things like this show up on Goodwill, like, what happened in this person's life to mm. to lead this object to a Goodwill instead of yeah. back onto eBay or back into the homebrew marketplace yeah. or any of that stuff? I have to so. imagine that a lot of this stuff is like, just comes into the hands of like relatives or something who don't know what yeah. it is and are just like, I guess I'll just donate this. Yeah. yeah, that's probably a lot of it. And the the one last weird fun fact about this, if you've ever played or seen a Nintendo 64 ROM with a dot V64 file extension, mm-hmm. this is where that comes from. Huh? They still so use those file extensions this. today. Wow. Yeah. It's wild wow. when you like find a ROM and then you look at like the, like the date info on it and it's mm-hmm. from like 1997 or something and you're like, this file has been i mean it's like a copy of a copy of a copy right like it's not the right. same file exactly but like kind of is it's really mm-hmm. what it's weird it's that know. dump it's that dump from the uh bung doctor um <laughs> yeah nintendo sued to prevent them from selling it in the u.s because nintendo famously just hated this stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, they just yeah. they just really hated it. I mean, listen, a lot of people hated it, um, but I think it's good that they did this and uh, pour one out for uh, Bong Enterprises, uh, which uh, was sued into the ground <laughs> in uh, in the two thousands. Rip, uh, and had something to do with Lixong in the two thousands. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think maybe uh, I think Lixang was selling things like this. Oh, okay. Uh, and ah. then they stopped, but then they still were destroyed. Uh, yeah, cool. Well, thank you, Goodwill Goblin. <laughs> oh, oh. I like how Goodwill come. Goblin sounds like Shirani. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <It just> goes, <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> um, 
let's do uh let's do question time yes This is a segment where you all out there ask us questions and we answer them. You can ask us a question in our Discord. Go to uh, fanbyte.casa to join the Discord. And then uh, there's a channel called uh, Podcast Questions, which is where you ask questions for podcasts, as you might expect. Uh, we've got a few this week. Uh, there's one that I'm really excited to talk about because I have like the best thing for this. Uh, and I may have shared the story before, so stop me if you've heard this one. But uh let's just start off with uh with this sort of uh lower lift one from meta metonymy what game report do you think it's a crime that hasn't that it hasn't been made um for example a full chow garden game or a viva pinata pc port so like we're talking like you know a port a game that hasn't been available to play in some form for a long time or uh something that should have been developed into a full game that was maybe a feature of something else uh, Danielle, I noticed that you've put Diddy Kong Racing on here. Oh, yeah. Now, yes. uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, mm -hmm. Diddy Kong Racing has been ported a couple of times. Mm. It had a weird... There was a game called Banjo Pilot that was like a weird semi-remake thing uh -huh. for the, I think, Game Boy Advance. Is he related to Pontius Pilot? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, he is. Well, he judges. Thanks, thanks, everyone. He judges Jesus with his bird feathers, and yeah, it's okay. No, actually, is Pontius Pilate the twenty, the twentieth or the twenty-first <laughs> Pilate. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, once you get punchy from drinking twenty-one drinks. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so it's actually no, only been remade <laughs> one time. I think it came out on the DS in two thousand seven. Sure. But I guess sure. it's not on any of those rare collections because, because Nintendo licensing owns bullshit. the characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually really frustrating. And like, I can't, so I, I, the spirit of this one is that, oh, it's not on something that's accessible that I could play yeah. right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, my, I have a DS, but my wrists are too destroyed to actually like hold up oh, sure. the game console in that fashion. So, in the spirit of that, uh, it's not on anything that's accessible, and it's a truly great game. I think it's actually one of Rare's absolute best ever. I think this and Banjo-Kazooie are, like, their two, or two of their best games, uh, you know, from that era. It's just a really good kart racer that also has a lot of little Mario 64 DNA. There's, like, little adventure things and lots of challenging extra stuff that was a lot of fun, actually, to Play with like you could find shortcuts but you could also find like special keys and there was a whole special world and all sorts of really really yeah. kind of fun stuff so it's like a really great game that i think a lot of people have never had a chance to play if you didn't have an n64 or like an original ds um and even that was i'm sure it was an okay port like yeah it probably wasn't it, but totally yeah. faithful yeah those exactly. early so uh, ds n64 ports made some sacrifices yeah, the yeah, Mario was it like 64 the, one was well, not... Well, because also the, the DS yeah. didn't have an analog stick. A lot of people forget that. <laughs> so you had to have the Franken-dongle. The fucking... <laughs> yeah, rem remember they were like, here, strap this thing to your thumb and pretend the bottom screen is an analog yeah, stick. Yeah, do that. That's it's exactly just like it. playing Mario 64, except Mario can only move in eight directions now. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly sorry. the same thing. <laughs> it's um, the same. Also, you have to play as Yoshi to start with. Sorry. Yeah, fuck off. Sorry. Uh, you know how in Mario 64 you play as Yoshi. Uh, yeah, Mario's not even in this one. That's stupid. Jordo, it says here that you want a game to be backwards compatible. Yeah. So if you've been following me on Twitter for any amount of time, you've heard me talk about this before, but, uh, and, and Xbox knows what our arrangement is. I'm not buying another Xbox until Otogi myth of demons becomes backwards compatible. <laughs> right. Um, I've probably talked about this on the show before even, but it is a, uh, it is a beloved, fan favorite cult classic original Xbox game developed by from software. Um, this would have been pre demon souls post Kings field. It still has a tiny little bit of that DNA in there, mm. but is much more of an, a character, what we would now call a character action game. Um, getting fed up with waiting for this stuff and deciding to reacquire an original Xbox and this game is what's put me on this retro kick last oh, year. Oh, wow. And oh, wow. I like I'm hundreds of dollars in the hole now that I wouldn't have been Damn. otherwise. Yeah. 
uh, <laughs> if it were not for, for, for doing this. So those hundreds of dollars could have been yours, Microsoft. I could have bought an Xbox to play this game, but for whatever reason, I mean, you did, you did crucially did buy an Xbox. <laughs> okay, the I Xbox did. pieces were not inside of it. Someone dropped a Raspberry Pi in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I bought. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that Xbox actually both. Of, if you count that one, both of the Xboxes I've bought in the last year came from Goodwill. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that also started kicked off this this Goodwill thing too. Um, yeah. So, Sorry, kind of buying buying this Xbox and cleaning it up and all that, but but yeah, that game is a classic. It's just as good now as it was back then. Yeah, uh, I think that people would be a lot more interested in reliving that thing now that From is has the pedigree that it does, mm-hmm. and uh, they should make it backwards compatible. Yeah, it'll become backwards compatible right after Elden Ring comes out. So. Yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> so just a couple of months. Um, didn't Microsoft say that they're not adding any more? They games? sure did. Cool. Great. To that huh. list, yeah. so they're yeah. done, huh? Yep, they're huh. done with that. So um, I wonder, I wonder, you can what play fucking... small sound file. They were not able to get the licensing rights to prevent <laughs> yeah. them yeah, from being know. able to <laughs> put this game on that list. Xbox list of hold on, Xbox. Um, while Jordan googles that, the game I want uh, them to make is um. Uh, a second Mario Kart DS. Mm. Oh, Mario Kart DS two is what I would call it. Um, and it would be functionally the same as Mario Kart DS. Um, except I would run it on the Nintendo switch. Yeah. Uh, and it would come with that dock we were talking about last week that lets you put the switch. Oh, puts it sideways so that you can have dual screens. So you can have two screens. Nice. (laughs) You got it. Otherwise it wouldn't be Mario Kart DS. Will yeah. it still be impossible to win online because of people yes. that are snaking. really good at snaking? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. which we'll talk about in a second. Dry bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you can, congratulations, you can still play Full Spectrum Warrior, Star Wars Jedi Starfighter, and Hunter the Reckoning. Sick. Great. Uh, Indiana Jones oh. and the Emperor's Tomb. Halo um, or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing that on here. Hello games. What? They do yeah, they do not let you uh put a Halo disc in there because they want you to get Yeah, uh, they do want you to, to buy that yeah. again. Uh yeah. MX I, Unleashed. That game okay, that game is good. Is that the 360 or the Xbox version? That's the original Xbox. The original that, that game is good. <laughs> the regular Xbox, like we used to say, regular Nintendo. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. I think they should put Mischief think- Makers out again. I yeah. don't know oh why they God, haven't done yes. that. It's uh yes. it would be a, a home run easily. It Wait, would. was that was that treasure? That was treasure. Cheek, cheek. Yeah. Has any has anybody seen or heard from Treasure in like eight is years? Treasure okay? Is, tre- is Treasure, is treasure okay? okay? I don't Can know. Someone please go check on Treasure. We wish them the best. And what please, was the last thing Treasure put out? out. Uh, I feel like we've talked about this recently, but I don't know. Oh, that was They're on East Coast. Alive. Yeah, they are still uh, alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last game the they la- released was Ghost Crusher God in 2014. Ooh. For the Nintendo 3DS. They the, one of the the second game that the video game company Treasure released was McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just snuck themselves in there. They were like, "Hey, we're going to make they McDonald's." So they self inserted yeah, into the McDonald's. They put game. their OCs Gross. in there. Um, <laughs> I have a friend who has attempted world record speed runs of that game. That's the one where oh, you're Ronald, right? Huh? Yeah, you're Ronald. It's in not that one. okay. It's not the one where you're the two kids and you should no, slime no, everywhere. you're Ronald in that one. Yeah. Hey, that was weird. It was weird. That game was weird. Um, well, th- we should, yeah, get on those video games. Get on them. Uh, <laughs> let's do one more um, because this one, I, I have a story for this one, but other people have things too. So Body Politic asks, what was the first or best exploit you ever stumbled across in a game? Uh <laughs> And they give an example, which was in the Matrix game for GameCube, instead of running from Agent Smith, you can stand and fight him. He's unkillable, but it'll level up your fighting ability super fast, allowing you to learn spin kicks and judo throws super early in that mediocre game, which is very <laughs> funny to me. Uh, I have a great one for this, but uh, but Nikki, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I didn't realize that snaking was a, a an existing strat uh-huh. until like three years after like Mario Kart DS's peak happened mm-hmm. because i would just destroy kids on the bus when we would go to field trips and like before school because i had figured out like naturally how to snake just by watching people do it online um 
and then learning how to do it in single player races. And then I was like, I'm so fucking good at Mario Kart DS. Um, and then year, literal years later, I discovered that it was A, called snaking, yeah. and then B, that other people had figured it out before now, me. <laughs> for people who haven't played that Mario Kart, can you just explain what snaking is really quick? Yeah, so basically, snaking is you're riding, you're drifting back and forth so quickly that you're basically permanently in the boost Right, state. on straightaways. Like rocking on straightaways, yeah. And you're basically, you're drifting such that you get the sparks and then you're boosting and then you're drifting immediately again. So your car is always in the, in the, um, accelerated speed. Yeah. Um, and it lets you just destroy time trials. You just get in dry bones. You just be dry bones, get in that tank and you just fucking. You just go. It's just, it's one of the dumbest things about that game, but it's very (laughs) funny that you go faster by drifting on straightways than just by driving straight. Yeah. Remember when one of the maps in uh, the balloon and the balloon? F- okay, first of all, remember the balloon fight mode where you had to blow into the Nintendo? You had to find a corner, oh, yeah, yeah, and then stop moving <laughs> and then spit on your Nintendo DS while you're on the bus yeah. to inflate the balloons. Um, but then one of the maps was just shaped like a DS. That was incredible. That was pretty sweet. You should bring that back. That was cool. Yeah, more maps shaped like the console that. Uh, it, it is unreal to me that the, in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe that there's no GameCube map. They already let you drive on walls and shit in that game with the hover shit. Yeah. How is there not a... How many sides does a cube have? One, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> eight. seven? Six? Eight? Seven. 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 It's seven. It is seven. seven. Yeah, it's totally seven. It's, it's fucked up that, that there's not a... S- um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know the story of why they called it Mario Kart 8? Why? Uh, why? Because it's the eighth one, right? No, uh, there is a video from before that game came out where they're talking to the guy who's like the director on it, and he's just like, they're doing that Nintendo thing where like you know he's speaking in Japanese, obviously, so they have a translator, but they ha- it's like a translator who is just speaking in like the most like gentle possible tones, and he's like, mm-hmm. for this game, we the first thing we did was design a track that was like a figure eight, like a, Mobi- oh a Mobius strip. <laughs> it's you can drive upside down. And a Mobius strip looks like the number eight. So we thought that Mario Kart 8 would be the perfect title. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) what? It's the eighth game. What the fuck are you talking about? You can't. Why do you need this little story? Like, why do you need? Yeah, no one's asking. Like, if you'd call it like Mario Kart Loop or something, then maybe. But like, okay. Uh, Who wrote LOL flying in DKC if you get hit out of your minecart? I have to assume that's Danielle. Yeah. Explain. You assumed correctly. Well, I was a tiny child. No, I was like 10. I wasn't like two or anything, but I was a small child. And my sister and I both really enjoyed the uh, incredible video game Donkey Kong Country. And one time she thought she was about to die. She was in one of the minecart levels. And she figured out if if you get hit at a very particular time at like a particular angle in one of the minecart levels, you jump out of the cart and you can essentially fly. With, with whatever your surviving character was. Now, this was a really cool thing, and she definitely, like, screamed for me. She's like, Janelle, Janelle, oh, my God, I did the thing! And, like, <laughs> so we wait, got did really she also excited. Have, did she also have a, a baby Muppet voice? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I will. one day I will bring y'all, like, an actual sample of how ridiculous my voice was when I was a little kid. I really did sound like a it's Muppet liter- who Danielle, a lot. It's literally all I want. It's well, all I'll do I want. it. Don't you worry. Next time I go to my parents' house, I will get a sample of this uh, uh, phenomenon. But yeah, Celeste sound, sounded more like a normal child, but also sh- when she got excited, she had a little bit of the Muppet as well. So she got really excited. I got really excited. The problem is if you're not in the minecart, you can't actually finish the level because there's it's only like a minecart ending there's like oh, a little you know yeah. a, a, the little door at the end that says exit this way like you have to be in a minecart so we couldn't finish the level however it blew my tiny mind that like yeah. video games could be exploited that like oh this reality and these set of rules can also there can be a glitch or there can be a thing that's different um that truly blew my child mind and still to this day that like moment has a special place in my heart so kind of an exploit that uh, lets you uh, die. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, it's a I know this losing. isn't like an yeah. exploit that that made us great at the game, but it, it gave us some insight into sure, the game yeah. and the way it was programmed. So I, I guess I'll 
again, I guess <laughs> slightly in the spirit of the question, maybe not the letter of the question. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have I ever told, have, have you ever heard the tale of the cursed shirt of Fahogo gods? No. <laughs> no. It's not what? a story the so, Jedi would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know of Fahogo gods. Well, Fahogo gods is incidental to the, the shirt. Okay. It just okay. lent its name. Fahogo gods oh, is a okay. sponge, uh, not SpongeBob. Uh, strong bad <laughs> reference. No, uh, it's SpongeBob. We were really into strong bad at the time, <laughs> so that's where this name comes from. But uh, in the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind, there were a few interesting things about that game. One is that the enchanting system was really granular, and uh, you could make you could enchant items with really bizarre things, like basically any property that could happen in the game. Uh, you could do. Uh, and the other was that there's all these shopkeepers in the game who sell you stuff and you can sell things to them. And when you sell something to a shopkeeper, if it's better in quality than what they have equipped, they will equip it. Um, and usually this applies to like clothing. So there's like in Morrowind, there's like average clothing, fancy clothing, exquisite. There's like exquisite shirt, exquisite pants. So if they're wearing average pants, which like most of them are, and you sell them fancy pants, they will put those on. <laughs> Normally that doesn't matter. But you can enchant an item in Morrowind with the property that it poisons the wearer. <gasps> so you oh, no. maybe can see where this is going. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you're just using it to kind of help people You out. enchant an exquisite shirt with a poison self enchantment so that if you put that shirt on, it will just kill you. It takes a while, but it will just kill you. <laughs> you go to a store and you have to remember that in the earlier Elder Scrolls games, it's not like in Skyrim where you can't just like rob stores because their inventory just doesn't exist in the world. They have all their stuff they're selling like on them or in boxes around them. Mm-hmm. You go to a store, you sell them the cursed shirt of the Hogo Gods which cost a lot to make. Like it, it was a very like expensive enchantment to do, even though it's like terrible most of the time. You sell them the shirt and they're like, oh wow, what a wonderful shirt. I'll put this on. And then you wait for an hour. <laughs> and when you reload after you waited for an hour, they're lying dead on the ground. You take their shirt, you take all of their inventory and no one says anything. <laughs> no one was any the And then you go to the next town and repeat. And like when we discovered that you could do that, it was just like, because there's no like, there's no witnesses. It doesn't count as you having killed them because the AI isn't the shirt killed them. (laughs) Yeah. It was was so fucking funny. Um, And you can, Morrowind in general has a ton of incredible exploits like that that you can do. Um, Like just jumping off cliffs and surviving will make your acrobatics better. Or drinking all the liquor in the world makes you strong enough to like just fist fight Vivek, who's like God basically. But the cursed shirt of the Hulk of Gods has a special place in my heart as like we we cracked the system. <laughs> it was like the smartest thing we had ever done in Morrowind, my friends and I. So So does that mean if I were to curse a shirt and then I went to like the Target or something? Yeah, and you sold Target I would, shirt. And I sold Target my shirt, mm-hmm. then I would be able to walk out with multiple PlayStations. Uh well you would have Legally, to sell it to yes. everyone working there working at the Target individually. So it's a lot easier if you okay. do it at like a mom and pop store. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Just Easy. just, I'll just sell that. it to mom or pop. <laughs> and, then, and then once Pop dies, Mom puts the shirt on to remember him. And then she dies. Uh, and then you can clean clean out. It all. This also works online, so you could sell the shirt yeah. on eBay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to dox the person that bought the shirt from you. Yeah. In That's order fine. to go. Uh, well, put if I just mail the shirt will. to. If I just mail the shirt to Jeffy B, then oh, I get the whole. Well, I get he's not He's not in it anymore. You'd have to sell well, it to Doug Jeff, Bowser. Jeff too. Yeah. Yeah. What if what if you had to change your name to Jeff when you were the Amazon CEO? My na- what what if, yeah, up. you have to say my name is Jeff to uh, become the Jeff. CEO of Amazon. Um, I if I ran a multi billion dollar company, that's the shit that I would kind of put into the bylaws. Yeah, like if yeah. you if you become CEO, you have to r- change your legal name to Jeff Bezos, so there will always be a Jeff <laughs> Bezos in charge of the Amazon mm. company. There can only be none. You know? Yeah. Well, I think that's it 
for this episode. I think that what if Microsoft was created by a man named uh-huh. Mike Rowe Soft? Mm-hmm. Mike Rowe, comma Soft, Soft, yeah. The but the uh, he does a show about like comfortable jobs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really cushy white collar jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft is the reference to Bill Gates's um, downstairs situation. Oh, get it? That's fucking that, funny. Yeah, Nightmare, really I don't, funny. I don't understand. Uh, his butt is really small and soft. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wow, that is funny. Yeah, You're like, right. Like Hank Hill. He has, he, he has, he, he has a smart car of ass. He's the opposite of a dump truck ass. <laughs> smart car. Ass. You know, he's got like a smart car ass. Um, <laughs> damn, what that ass do? It damn, drives on the sidewalk. <laughs> well that'll do it for us this week on channel f thank you so much for listening um go to fanbite.com to check out all of our content written and podcasty and uh video maybe yes sometimes um join our discord it's fanbite.casa and uh follow follow if you want to follow folks online Nikki is at God Siwa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. Danielle is at Dan- Danielle Riendo. And Jordan is Jordan underscore Mallory. And the Goodwill Goblin is at Goodwill Goblin. And those are all <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, I am at Mary Kay. Fanbite is at Fanbite Media. And uh, if you have a minute, could you uh, just, could you do, could you uh, do me a favor and uh, just head on over to the old, uh, I just head on to the podcast rate and review section on the iTunes and just, just give us a little rate and review there, partner. Um, I don't know what this character is. <laughs> no, it's a good one. Yeah, I think I'm they like, should continue. Oh, hey, Ross, can, you, uh, can you just go on there and just rate us uh, five stars? Come on down to the butter bar. Uh, really helps our discoverability, Pilgrim. <laughs> uh, folks, listen. Uh, it's like our P-E-O, our podcast S-E-O. <laughs> P- Captain P-O. Captain P-O, that's me. Uh, no, but seriously. Is there a college that. humor bit called Captain well- C-E-O? <laughs> 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 Where it's just Jake and Amir kind of hanging out in the college humor office or whatever the fuck, and they're trying to come up with cool video titles, and it's a musical. I'm going to call college humans. Yeah, call them up. See if we can get on board with that. Um, In the meantime, uh, we will see you next week because we're gaming here. We're gaming here. That's pretty good. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.